Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Podcast. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and in this HR Chat, we're going to look at recruiting and onboarding within small and medium-sized businesses. My guest this time is Pete Lamson, CEO at Jazz HR, the recruiting software built to help growing companies exceed their recruiting goals. Pete has 30 plus years of experience in leadership roles with high growth companies, spending most of his career within B2B technology solutions. Pete has been CEO of Jazz HR since 2015, where he's led the company through a strategic turnaround to become the category leader in SMB hiring technology. As part of a new merger, which we're going to be talking about today, Pete recently took over the overall leadership of Jazz HR plus Jobvite plus Next Thing RPO. Prior to Jazz HR, Pete was Senior Vice President of Global Sales at Carbonite, where he was responsible for all revenue and industry-leading expansion into the B2B market, which grew to exceed 100,000 customers. Previously, Pete served as SVP and GM for Name Media's SMB-focused domain marketplace, the largest of its kind in the world, and Chief Operating Officer of Monster Worldwide's Consumer Relocation Division, helping businesses convert new movers into lifetime customers. Pete is a graduate of Middlebury College and Harvard Business School. Pete, welcome to the show. It's great to be here, Bill. Okay, so that was a that was a pretty chunky bio there, Pete. So I feel like I know you a little bit already. But why don't you uh, why don't you start by telling our listeners a bit more about yourself, your career background, and your role at Jazz HR? So I, I've spent the majority of my career working in technology enabled businesses, uh, uh, helping bring solutions to market. Um, that improve work performance and efficiency for for all of our customers. And and um, most recently, or up until actually about a week or so ago, uh, I was CEO of Jazz HR. Um, earlier this week, Jazz HR, Jobbyte, and Next Thing RPO announced an exciting uh, combination of forces. So our three businesses uh, have joined together, and I will be uh, am CEO of the a combined organization going forward, which I suspect we may talk about in the next couple of minutes. Well, let's let's get right there now, Pete. Um, so, what, what's what's the new enhanced, wonderful combined mission of of the three entities? So, so Jobbyte and Jazz HR are complementary tech-enabled recruiting solutions for their respective markets, and and Jazz HR has as always focused on the SMB space. That will remain uh, intact. The brand will remain intact, and the solutions that that Jazz HR offers its customers and in, in helping them recruit more effectively, more efficiently, and, and at, at a price point designed for small business budgets will remain completely intact. However, we're now joined by Jobbyte, who is a a, a mid market and enterprise focused recruiting solutions with a, a, a kind of a, a similar. Uh, uh, approach to solutions, but one that is purpose built for the mid market and, and enterprise level customers. So, so what's exciting about this is we now have purpose built tech solutions for the small business marketplace through Jazz HR. We have purpose built tech solutions for Jobvite for mid market and enterprise. And on top of these, we've also now partnered with Next Thing RPO to provide human 
uh, services to to help both segments of customers, SMB and then mid-market and enterprise, uh, improve uh, their recruiting results through outsource recruiting solutions. So we have technology for all markets and we have outsource recruiting solutions that support both of our, our, our key core markets. We think it's an unmatched solution in the marketplace. Collectively, uh, we service about 10,000 customers. And uh, so we're really excited about what this means for our customers, for the market and for our company moving forward. That's amazing. Congratulations, Pete. And what about what about the, the territory? Uh, is, is that now global coverage? Are, are you in pretty much every country in the world? So, so we, we do service uh, all global clients, especially through our, our, our job bite business. Jazz HR has historically largely been North American focused. I think as we move forward, we will look to broaden those with international expansion as well. Uh, but yes, we do serve uh, uh, companies from all over the globe. Let's hone in on Jazz HR for a moment. The, the pandemic hit small and medium-sized businesses harder than any other segment, probably. How, how did Jazz HR continue to help these teams to hire amid such a volatile labor market? Great question. And so, you know, I, I think the reality was, especially roughly a year ago at this time, many businesses weren't hiring, especially in, in the second quarter and third quarter of 2020, which was... Um, uh, at least in North America, the, the real kind of dark period of COVID, businesses were challenged because the the economy had dropped precipitously and, and you know instantly and severely. There also was a question of how long this would go on for uh, and how deep it would get. And all of those things were unknown. And certainly in, in, in some parts of the world, that remains the case. Um, where where what we attempted to do was was number one where could we where could the, the solutions that we have the technology that we offer um help out the uh, uh businesses that were trying to grow rapidly um uh because of some of the unfortunate circumstances in covid so an example of that would be we offered uh, at no charge recruiting solutions to frontline to businesses that were supporting or were directly involved in frontline healthcare. Um, we knew there'd be an immediate need for hiring um, kind of in a, in a number areas of, of the, the healthcare and medical community. We wanted to support that however we could. So we offered free recruiting solutions there. Um, secondly, within our existing customer base, we knew that their recruiting demands would, would be materially impacted by the downturn. And, and customers who had relationships with Jazz HR perhaps might not be in need of uh, of our services, of, of our solution in the near term. And we worked with those customers to ensure that the economic uh, hardship they were feeling, that, that we did what we could to, to mitigate that uh, by partnering with them on, on um, reducing costs where we could and so forth. And, and the idea being that, that uh, as, as terrible as COVID and the economic downturn was about a year ago, we also knew that in time, um, this would change and a recovery would happen. And we wanted to take care of our customers um, during their sort of dark time with the idea being that that we're in this in partnership, we're in this together so that when things turn around, um, you know, we'll still be here for them as well. And, and, and they would hopefully uh, see an even greater need for our services. So, um, so kind of working with our existing customer base to, to help mitigate some of the challenges was another kind of key tenant of of what we executed. And then thirdly, um, we repositioned some of our target markets to industries that beyond just healthcare that were in 
uh, need of, of recruiting and, and of more employees. And, and a great example of that would be logistics and supply chain management. You know, all of these, for example, Amazon trucks that drive down our driveways every single day uh, and, and all of the work that, that kind of enables the, the change in, in economy from, um, from you know, store-bought purchasing to online delivery. And that created a, a very material change in labor force requirements. So, so we did a lot of work there and in other areas that were similarly uh, impacted with immediate hiring needs. And so those are just some of the actions that we took in, in, uh, in adjusting to, to, uh, to life with COVID and a, and a, and a challenging economy at the time. And, and um, uh, it, we have uh, uh, persevered through that. Our business is performing very well, and we're certainly grateful to the customers that are still with us. And, and hopefully that we could, grateful that we could play some small part in, in helping uh, some industries like, like healthcare. The majority of the questions posed that year today, Pete, are uh, are geared to help leaders and HR folk. I just want to move away from that for for a second and uh, firstly chat a little bit about recruiters and what recruiters can expect. Now we're recording this interview uh, the day after Biden did uh, an address to both houses, and uh, he he uh, he announced some pretty big relief packages and. Following that, there I saw a report where there's an expectation of around six percent growth in the U.S. economy this year, which is huge, and that I guess is going to be a, a even bigger boon to to recruiting than perhaps some of us expected. Um, exactly how busy can recruiters and TA pros expect to be in the latter half of 2021? I think they are already exceptionally busy, and I think this level of hiring velocity is only going to increase and and that's a problem right it, it, it's a high class problem but it is a problem and we've, we've seen this we saw the severe downturn um uh it, it, kind of in the economy last year corresponding high unemployment rates this now is all kind of vectoring back very rapidly in the right direction um, virtually every industry now is is hiring and hiring aggressively Unemployment numbers are still not where we want them to be, but on the with the trajectory we're on right now, um, we'll get there. We, we, we should see a recovery, a full recovery, certainly within the next 12 months. Um, this is going to present challenges for recruiters for sure. And, and technology is one of the ways that they will need to adopt to most effectively recruit because there's while there are there is certainly a high level of candidate flow right now for many jobs because of the unemployment rate still higher than we would like it to be, um, this is going to be rapidly changing. And in some industries, it's there's already a shortage. I would say in in engineering talent in, in particular, um, very very difficult to, to hire talent there because of there's just such labor market uh, demand for for those for that type of skill set. So so adopting the right technology to allow recruiters to efficiently work through a high volume of candidates to who are also receiving significant uh, uh, inbound uh, demand and requests for their services will allow those recruiters to, to be effective, efficient, and, and still deliver the results they need to for their companies. Well, you're right. There are a lot of people who are um, being headhunted, for want of a better term, and, and that's fantastic. But I, I fear that there are millions more that... Um, if, if they are getting that kind of inbound interest, it might be spam, it might not be relevant, um, but also many, many, many of them perhaps are, are struggling at the moment. Um, 
while, while the labor market appears, Pete, to be to be on the mend, many North Americans haven't kept their confidence. And a recent Pew Research Center study found that around half of unemployed or furloughed or temporarily laid off U.S. adults who are actually searching for jobs and are pretty pessimistic about their employment prospects. Uh, some 66% have seriously considered changing fields or occupations. What would you say to those who, who are struggling to get seen through through the masses of applicants and also to that point for those people who are thinking well you know now's the time to change my career um i think a lot of people have been thinking about that since covid started you know is, is this the time to i hate to use the word is this the time to to pivot you're, you're a leader of people pete as, as well as um, a leader of a of a talent tech stack um as a leader of people but also as someone who's who's got a fantastic knowledge within this space what would be your advice to those job seekers well, first, I, I do think that the industries that were the hardest hit by the pandemic, you know, the restaurant industry, um, uh, hospitality, air travel, um, retail stores, I think that as the infection rates uh, and hospitalizations continually begin to subside in the U.S. Um, and, and slowly in other parts of the world as well, those jobs will come back. I think some of them, they may be different. And then a lot of the the online and digitization, the, the, the flight to a digital economy is, is, is not going to lessen, but we will go back to restaurants. We will go back to movie theaters. We will begin traveling again. We will stay in hotels again. So, so this will come back. And in fact, I think it's, it, you know, if you look at any of the air travel numbers, they're, they're significantly up and to the right. So I, I think that those jobs will come back. Um, having said that, they're not going to come back overnight. And so I think that to kind of speak to the other part of your question, that a, you know, for, for candidates who are thinking, hey, is this a time for me to reconsider uh, or re-pivot kind of my career uh, uh, trajectory or, or focus? Um, certainly for some of those people, the answer to that will need to be yes. And there are parts of the economy, especially the digital economy, that are going to continue to grow. And it's not just the engineering and and the and the business and the and the roles with technical backgrounds um, that will that were are, will be starved for talent. Although that is certainly true, but all of these businesses need talented customer support. They need talented salespeople. They need talented marketing people. They need finance help. They need HR help. And so there's an opportunity to through through learning new skills to position yourself. Um, uh, in a manner that 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 can part, most effectively participate through through career training um, in the in the continued digit kind of flight to digital digital that we're seeing, but but I do think that the the industry's hardest hit will will rebound in the near term as well. So I don't think hope is lost there by any means. It's so nice to be doing interviews again where there's a there's this continual drip of optimism, listeners. It's it's been it's been so long where where a lot of the clock and it's all ifs and maybes but now we can actually start you know saying well we expect this to be happening in this kind of time frame and it's good news again it's good it news certainly again. is okay so one one department that has been tested to the max um, is is the hr department during during the crisis uh new hr pros have have certainly earned their stripes and some um more senior hr pros have re-justified perhaps why they are so important um within the organization the the pandemic 
in fact sparked a, a massive shift in in the HR business function as teams took on new responsibilities in response to changing workforce and org needs, Pete. Going forward, how can CEOs and business leaders ensure that their HR people have a seat at the table in regards to business planning and change management? How do leaders make sure that they don't fall back on on bad habits from before and recognize the importance of the HR function at the very, very top? Yeah, great, great, great question, Bill. I I think that that the pandemic um, accelerated a change that frankly was already happening. And I, and I think that that for for nearly all companies, there is an understanding and a realization that the HR team are not the um, the paper pushers. It's not where you go to sign up for benefits and get your paycheck. I mean, of course, there's some element of that. Um, um, but but this idea of not only recruiting and bringing on 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 the right talent for for the kind of the right role to help companies achieve their objectives, but additionally, the the overall uh, well-being of the employee base, um, especially during COVID, has taken on such an important role. And I don't see that I don't see that changing at all. And this notion of of not just physical well-being, but of course mental health, and ensuring that we're able to bring our whole selves to work in, in a well-rounded manner, and that and that businesses will will benefit from from kind of a a, a balanced approach to to bringing to, to, to employees bringing their whole entire selves to work. And I think that these these differences that we all have being celebrated is is new. I think it's important. I think businesses perform better with a, a diversity of thought and opinion and background, um, which is a great segue into uh, diversity and inclusion being another uh, kind of area that that while this is a DNI is something that entire organizations must embrace, must embrace, and it must start from leadership on down. HR often uh, are the, the team that's leading the charge on that, and and certainly over the last year, that has become a critical critical component to to so many businesses' um, kind of internal fabric and core values and mission. Um, at Jobbyte and Jazz HR, and next thing RPO, just to to give you an example, this is top of mind for us. Um, as a team in just our first week of existence, we're already talking about this. So I, I think that's so important um, that, that we em- embrace that and support, again, not just recruiting for diversity inclusion, but a sense of belonging and certainly leadership development. And again, another key strategic role that HR plays. So it's uh, having HR, having that strategic seat at the table, as you put it, is very true. Uh, um, I don't know any forward thinking organization that, that isn't already there. Um, but I think for the the HR community, um, it's it's uh, kind of about time because it's 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 like the 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 rest of the functional areas of business are waking up to what they of course have known all along and, and how important this is. So so grateful that we're here now, and I, I think this only continues. Pete, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm enjoying the interview today. However. I'm sad to tell you that we're soon going to be wrapping it up and, and we're going to have to definitely get you on again. Um, before we do wrap up, I've got two more questions for you. Firstly, and I'm, I'd like to challenge you to answer in 90 seconds or less, do a bit of a, do a bit of a recap of some of the things that you've spoken about so far today in, in the context of maybe sharing what you believe is, is next, what's coming up for hiring within SMBs. I, I think that, that, Continuing to embrace a, uh, a, a, I'll call it digitally augmented recruitment and and HR 
kind of combination in terms of how we bring employees into organizations and how we work with our teams is going to be critical. Um, increasingly remote work, which is uh, now a part of all of our lives by health necessity, um, but I do not envision us going back to where we were pre-pandemic. So that means that more technology be, will, that will be required to to support our employee bases, both recruiting, like we offer it, it, in our businesses, um, but video interactions, efficiency optimization, communication tools, um, small businesses continuing to embrace these uh, so that they can remain competitive with with some of the larger businesses they go up against every single day will be critical. And 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 and, and the same is going to hold for mid market enterprise businesses as well. So con a continued embracement of of technology to to improve uh, our, our overall daily lives and HR and uh, in the workplace is going to be a key piece of what we do. I also think that that the uh, mission critical work for diversity and inclusion across all elements of what that means um, uh, will help companies be be more competitive uh, as they compete for talent by by embracing these sort of core values and defining what they stand for and what they don't stand for. Um, I think that's a, a, another critical component of this as well. So those would be just some of the things that I uh, that I, I think about uh, that are have been become more magnified over the course of the last year. And I would look and and hope for those to continue. I didn't think you were going to do it, Pete. I was looking at my watch there. I was thinking, oh, I don't know. He's got about ten seconds left to to meet the challenge. But you succeeded, so you succeeded. Um, okay. And just finally for today, how can I listeners connect with you whether that's linkedin email whatever you'd like to provide and also how can they learn more about all the awesome services happening over at those three different fantastic organizations so you can find me on linkedin just type in pete lampson and i think you'll find me there uh and and in terms of our three companies we would love to chat with you and see how we can help with your recruiting needs uh for small business it's jazzhr.com for mid-market and enterprise it's jobbyte.com and for recruitment outsourcing, it's nextthingrpo.com. All right, brilliant. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Pete, thank you very much for joining me on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Great to be here, Bill. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. And please do, although we're all getting optimistic, please do continue to stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 